Hey everyone, welcome and thank you again for tuning in. My name's Tony and this is You Monkey's Uncle. Uh, before I get too far along, I just like to remind you if, uh, if you would, please uh, share this video, uh, subscribe if you like, but share it with as many people as you can. I think it's really important we start getting this message out there. Uh, even if you know your people think that it's a conspiracy or whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, let them make up their own minds and at least give them food for thought, give them something to think about. Now, <clears throat> uh, this video is available on uh, YouTube and Rumble. And if you don't have to watch it, you can listen to it. You can listen to it on Spotify, on Apple, on uh, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever, wherever you uh, get your podcasts from. It's available everywhere now. Uh, and uh, what I want to talk about today is I want to spend a little bit of time on how people out there are being brainwashed, how we're being conditioned and manipulated, especially by the media, to blindly accept whatever, what we're, whatever we're being told. And you got to be aware of what's going on out there. And I don't think most people are. Most people just turn on the boob tube and whatever's fed to them, they just accept it as fact. And it's time you start asking the tough questions. So what I wanna do is I wanna start out here with this montage, take a look at this, and then we'll come back and we'll take it from there. We'll discuss that a little bit. All right, here we go, enjoy. San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is to serve, serve our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces community. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about someone that is responsible plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has become all, all too common on social, social media. media. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Wow. Did you buy that? Are you buying that? Have you bought it? Are you drinking the Kool-Aid? Who or what is extremely dangerous to our democracy? They are. What a bunch of hypocrites. You know, they, they come across so concerned for you representing the best interests of your community, happy to represent your community, community. And here they are, all reading from the same script. All these different broadcasts 
around who knows where in the country, all the same script, all the same BS. And most of us are just accepting it at face value, not questioning anything. That must be true, right? Because it's on TV or it's on the internet. What a farce. These people should be ashamed. What hypocrites. How can they sleep at night knowing you they're feeding you crap? I wonder if they even believe what they're reading on those teleprompters in front of them. You know, <clears throat> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta say, uh, let me ask you, what's going on in that itty bitty little mind of yours? Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult you, all right? Uh, if you're watching this, you're, you're brighter than the average bear out there. But let me tell you, those, that media, those people, that's exactly what they think of you. They think you're an itty bitty little peanut brained chimpanzee monkey little sheep that's just gonna follow whatever they say. And you know what? If they can do that to you, they can do that to anybody. You know, take a look at here, for example, uh, what Twitter is doing with tweets from the present, current president, Donald J. Trump of the United States. Now, here's a, uh, here's a tweet from Donald Trump. And just to show you how subtle uh, uh, they are in trying to feed you a story, okay? Uh, you can see here, they've got two disclaimers, two different types of disclaimers, or uh, uh, what do you call them? Fact checks or, you know, caveats. Uh, on this top one, they say, this claim about election fraud is, is disputed. But more importantly, what I wanna show you is the next one. Donald Trump tweeted out, I won the election. And look at the disclaimer they put underneath it. Official sources called this election differently. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know of any official sources that have called this election yet. The media, the mainstream media, social media, Twitter, Facebook, these are not official sources. As much as they'd like for you to believe that they are, they're not, all right? But you'd be surprised how many people look at this and actually think this is a fact, all right? Now, <clears throat> let me tell you something. The media is not an official source and thus has no legal standing, period. The election is not finalized until the Secretary of State in each state finalizes the vote, which by the way, they won't be able to do until the mandatory recounts are all done and all the ballots have been audited, all right? Therefore, the media is being intentionally misleading with you by calling the election at this point. And for Twitter to put up that official sources have not called it the way Donald Trump says, there's no official source that's called it a period. So, I don't even know why that caveat or that fact check is even up there. Now, you can clearly see from that montage that we uh, just watched about a minute ago that all those reporters, uh, all those news stations were reading from pretty well the same script. And they're trying to sell you the same message. So, you know, if you say something enough times, people are bound to believe it, you know. Uh, people will, you know, you tell a lie enough times, people will believe it, as extraordinary as that lie may be. And that's exactly what the media was doing here. They're gaslighting or gaslit you, whatever that term is uh, now, 
they're just pulling the wool in over your eyes, okay? And they're coming into your homes, they're coming into your living rooms, uh, looking as though they're so concerned about you. Uh, they're actors reading a script, a script that's been presented to them. And if you think that's bad, and what they're doing to you, who's supposed to be the sensible person in the household, uh, the person that's supposed to be in the know, just imagine what you're doing to your kids. Now, wait till you see this. Now, here's a video I found that they're showing kids in grade schools, all right? Now, did any of you who have children in schools even know that this was out there or this was being done or this was being sold to your kids? Okay, this is how they're warping even your children's minds. And you probably have no idea it's going on. Now, you can watch this video on your own. It's, it's 11 minutes long. I'm not, obviously I'm not gonna play the whole thing. I want you to watch about the first five minutes of it. Uh, uh, then it gets really stupid. But the first five minutes are just gonna show you exactly uh, how they're trying to mold your child's mind without you not even knowing. All right, so let's let's just watch a bit of this. Hello, and welcome to BrainPop News. Few scientists are household names, but our next guest is. You've probably seen Dr. Anthony Fauci in the news lately. He's the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That makes him one of the federal government's top advisors for the coronavirus pandemic. He also heads a team of government researchers who are working on a vaccine. Dr. Fauci has been a leading voice in public health since the 1980s. Wow, if I was in grade two, I'd be so impressed. HIV AIDS epidemic. He convinced the government to take it seriously and invest billions of dollars in research. Yeah, Today, it was all Fauci that did that, of course it was. Long productive lives thanks in large part to those efforts. Dr. Fauci has advised every president since Ronald Reagan. His expertise was critical in the responses to the 2003 SARS epidemic, the 2009 swine flu. Which, which by the way, I'm just gonna stop there. The 2009 swine flu, ladies and gentlemen, between April and April, 2009 to 2010, there were approximately 70 million people in the United States that got it, all right? Uh, nobody, nobody got shut down. Nobody was forced to stay away from their families. Uh, nobody was forced to walk around with masks and shields on. All right. Anyways, Dr. Fauci was in charge of that and they're making a big deal of it. Let's go on. But you know, they're trying to sell this to little kids, right? Okay, go on. And the Ebola outbreak in 2014. Today, he's here to tell us more about the latest challenge we're facing. Dr. Fauci, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Being a kid during a global pandemic is pretty overwhelming. Is there anything we kids can do to help get the COVID outbreak under control? Well, kids are part of the team of people who are trying to protect each other. So we've got to be in this all together. You want to? There you go. There's the first part of brainwashing. We're all a team. You're on my team. If you do what I tell you, everything is going to be just great. All right. But you at home, you parents, I probably don't even know that this is going on. That's all right. Let's go on. 
So wear a mask if you're old enough to wear it, you can keep it on. Okay, kids, take a look. So you wear a mask. The next thing is you stay, if possible, and this is tough, but you've got a lot of friends. You wanna keep physical distance to the extent you can, and you wanna wash your hands as often as you can, and don't touch your face or your nose or your mouth. That's not easy to do, but if you concentrate on it, you'll get used to it. Can kids convince their parents and other adults to follow the guidelines? Parent oh, this is a doozy. You're gonna love this. Listen to their children. If they come home and say, mom, dad, I was told by Dr. Fauci that you should be wearing a mask, you should be physically distant, six feet or more, and you shouldn't hang out in crowds. So if you're thinking about going out to this crowded place tonight, do me a favor, mom and dad, stay home and let's do something at home together and not get out into crowds. Well, there you go. Dr. Fauci brainwashing your kids, mom and dad. Hey, next thing you know, he's gonna tell your kids to call the Dr. Fauci police to squeal on you, you know, because you're not being a good mom and dad. You know, maybe we should call social services on you uh, because uh, you're not wearing a mask in the house or you decided to go out and meet a friend or go to a friend's house. What's next, all right? This guy's brainwashing your kids right in school, right in front of you. I've read that one of your daughters teaches elementary school. Has she shared with you any questions her students have asked about COVID? So the questions the kids ask is, can I get infected? And the answer is yes. Overwhelmingly, most of the time, the infection is either without any symptoms or very, very minor compared to older people. The next question is, can I transmit it to my mother or my father? And the answer is yes. And that's the reason why when we go back to school, your teachers and your health officials are gonna try as best as possible to protect you from getting infected. Yeah, there you go. Now let's scare the kids. You might catch it. You might give it to your parents. We got to listen to Dr. The Almighty Fauci because, wow, the fear factor here. Like, this is, as far as I'm concerned, the ultimate form of bullying. And you don't even know this is going on. When a vaccine comes along, and we will get a vaccine probably by the end of this year, the beginning of 2021. Yeah, here's the next sales pitch. Make sure they start selling the vaccine so they're going to want to rush and convince you to rush out there and get it done. Here comes the pitch. Let's get those little kids thinking like we do because they because parents listen to what their kids say. And if the vaccine proves to be safe and effective, we all should get vaccinated. I know I'm going to get vaccinated when we get a vaccine. So we should make sure we protect everyone by getting a vaccine. Hold on a second. I, I thought I was protecting everyone by wearing a mask. Now he wants me to get a vaccine. He's telling your kids they got to get a vaccine in order for them to protect everybody, not to protect themselves. And of course, he's going to get it. So everybody should get it, right? 
All right. If you agree with this guy, if this stuff like this doesn't scare the bejesus out of you, there's a lot more wrong with you than I thought. All right. We got a lot of work to do here, folks. Okay. Let's just finish watching a bit more of this. Can you explain a little about how a vaccine works? With a vaccine, what you want is you want the body to see a part of the virus that induces in it a response to ultimately protect you. Now, when you get infected, <laughs> you can get sick or you can get mild symptoms, but when you recover, you recover because the body did something to get rid of the virus. It made what's called an antibody, which is a protein that when it sees the virus, it attacks the virus. So when we make a vaccine, we've got to mimic natural infection, but we don't want to make you get infected. We want to do something that's really safe so that your body will make all of these antibodies, but it won't need to get sick. So you've said that a vaccine is what will end this pandemic. But that can only happen if the vast majority of people trust the science behind them. In all your years as a public health official, have you seen a shift in how people view science? Oh my God, listen to this. Yes, it's shifting oh. in the wrong direction. Of course. In that there has been an anti-science attitude that is not only unfortunate, it's dangerous. It's dangerous because- Dude. You're dangerous. You're telling kids to take a vaccine, all right? And you didn't tell them how many, how many flu vaccines uh, kill people every year because they're allergic to it or they react not properly with them. You didn't talk about any of those. You gave them all the glory points. They're going to save the world by all, all this guy is doing is pitching. This is one scary dude, all right? One scary dude, obviously with an agenda. Anyways, okay, we'll get on with this afterwards. Science is the pursuit of knowledge, of truth. And if you fashion truth based on misinformation, it could be dangerous to you and dangerous to society. He's dangerous to society. So I would encourage all the children that even though there's a pushback on science from some people, that is not a good direction to follow. What? Yes, of course. Listen to Dr. Fauci because he he knows everything. He's, he's been working on this stuff his whole life. He's been with what, six presidents or something. Wow, how impressive. And gives you hope that we're gonna get through this. What gives me hope is the resiliency of the American spirit or the spirit of all mankind, but certainly what we see here in the United States. We're a very independent, strong-minded group of people. And when we get confronted with challenges, whether that's a pandemic flu, whether that's a hurricane or an earthquake, or whether that's COVID-19, I can guarantee that the best spirit of the American public will get us through that. I think we're going to get out of this COVID-19 challenge and we're going to do fine. Well, my producers are telling me that's all the time we have for this segment. Thank goodness. Okay, you can watch the rest on your own. It's They play a stupid game called slouch or fouch. You gotta be kidding me. It's just a joke, you know, but you can see what's going on here, all right? They're trying to warp your child's mind. And my, you know what? It'd be okay if I even knew that this was going on, 
but they slide this into a school curriculum without even telling us or telling you. Like, you better be aware. Uh, never mind what they're feeding you right in your own house, but you better at least step up and protect your kids. I've always said, watch your sources. You know, just because this guy's got an MD after his name, there's many MDs that disagree with him as there are MDs that do agree. You know, watch your sources. They'll lead you down destruction, down the wrong path. All right. Now, <clears throat> we're just going to... Uh, so I have to ask, why are they selling us, selling us this message? Why, why, is this, why is this misinformation being uh, just, we're being bombarded with it? What's going on out there? Well, I've told you in my earlier videos that there's an agenda here, which is much bigger and we got to connect the dots. We're starting to connect the dots, right? So now, let me show you how the media so subtly uh, uh, starts to connect these dots for you without you even knowing. If you recall a couple of videos back, even in the last video, I mentioned Justin Trudeau in Canada and how these politicians are as much monkeys as the main, as the main uh, people out there that they're playing for monkeys, all right? All they are is somebody else's monkey that's above them, somebody is manipulating them like little puppets, all right? So now I, I talked about Justin Trudeau in the past and how he gaslighted when people asked about quarantine camps or asked about uh, COVID-19 and lockdowns, how he's always talking in circles. We've seen enough of that to know better, all right? But here, let's take a look. This is very interesting here, how uh, he connects the dots for us. As a matter of fact, the media and some of these politicians are, are getting so gutsy with this stuff. They're not even afraid to hide anymore. They're just throwing it out in your face because you know why? Because they've been desensitizing you to this stuff for so long now. They know. They told you to wear a mask, you put on a mask. They told you to wear a shield, you put on a shield. They told you to stay home, you stay home. They're telling your kids to uh, tell you to stay home, your kids are gonna do it and you're probably gonna listen to them. They tell you not to mingle with your family, not to celebrate holidays, you're doing it, all right? But, so they know what they're doing is working. They don't have to hide it. They've desensitized you to it. Now they're just throwing it out there and you or us or we, are listening to stuff and saying, oh yeah, well, I, I heard about that. I knew that was happening. You don't even care about it. That's how they desensitize you to this stuff. They just keep bombarding and bombarding and bombarding you with it until you just think it's matter of fact, all right? So let's just, now let's go to Justin Trudeau here and let's start connecting the dots just a little bit here with the brainwashing that's been going on for months and actually years, all right? And we'll see now where they're trying to lead you. Conspiracy theory? Yeah, maybe. But you know what? If I would have told you a year ago that we'd all be wearing masks and we'd be told not to hang out with our uh, families and not to celebrate Thanksgivings and Christmases and Easters, you would have thought that was a conspiracy theory too. But here we are zzz, zzz, on the hook. All right. Now, let's, let's just watch Justin Trudeau. Again, this video, I want to show you the full version so you can see that I'm not censoring or cutting or splicing things. 
to uh, you know, favor them in the light that I want you to see them in. This is the full uh, version. Uh, and after we're done that, then we'll break it down and talk a little bit about uh, uh, the major points that I wanna accentuate from this uh, piece. <clears throat> Okay, uh, sorry about that. I might have let the video roll a little bit while I was trying to find this uh, clip for you. But here's the clip from Global News. And uh, here Trudeau is speaking at a, to a UN conference about how the pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. Now, remember that memo, that leaked liberal memo that I talked about in the first video? And then I came back a couple, uh, well, I think it was the last video, and I, how I, connected the dots with Archbishop Vigano. Well, Trudeau's not even trying to hide this anymore, all right? So let's see what he has to say here. And we'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut this up a little bit, all right? After he's done here. Let's just get going. The last six months have laid bare fundamental gaps and inequities within our societies and between them. Yeah, just just the last six months has they been no spreadsheet spreadsheets are no way to as with climate change those who have the least are impacted the most that's why last spring canada worked with prime minister andrew holness and secretary general antonio guterres to convene a high level meeting to discuss how leaders around the world could work together to close these gaps and build a better more equitable system that works for everyone in May, we agreed to look at six urgent areas of action to mobilize financing for the response and the recovery. Over the course of the summer, our six working groups produced over 250 policy options. On September 8th, finance ministers gathered to discuss these options and the recommendations for the short, medium, and long term. The most promising ideas will be taken up within existing IMF and World Bank processes, as well as at the G7 and G20 leaders summits later in the fall. Now, I'm just going to stop it there a little bit. Uh, very important. You remember some of these G7s, World Economic Forum, IMF, the International Monetary Fund, which I've discussed before. These are all very important players. These, I believe, are some of the players pulling the strings of our Justin Trudeau and other political leaders around the world, which are their front men, their cronies, all right? Then in December, we're gonna have the opportunity to meet again to discuss the progress we've made. Because we understand that right now we have to fix urgent problems, but in the long run, we also have to fix the system. So- Okay, so if you remember that leaked memo that I discussed in the first video, from uh, uh, some liberal uh, party meeting, whatever, discussed a lot of this. Now he just told us, they, they discussed this stuff in May. In December, they're gonna be meeting again to discuss it further. So we never heard about this stuff from Justin Trudeau. We learned about it from a leaked internal memo, all right? Which he ended up denying. Remember he spoke to the school kids who asked them about quarantine camps etc internment camps 
And he says, you got to be careful of your sources. Well, that's what we're talking about today, people, are your sources. Be careful who the sources are that you're relying on for your information, including your politicians. So that it works for everyone. To eliminate this virus anywhere, we need to eliminate it everywhere. While scientists work around the clock to develop a vaccine as governments, we have the responsibility to ensure it'll be distributed quickly and fairly around the world. On Friday, I announced that Canada will provide $440 million to COVID-19 Vaccine Global Access Facility, including $220 million to the advanced market commitment to help low and middle income countries access vaccines. This is an important initiative and I encourage all right, so what's he telling you here? Let's just read between the lines. They want you to take the vaccine. They want you to get the vaccine, all right? Doesn't matter, they've rushed this thing through. Never has a vaccine been developed this quickly. And when he made, when he was doing this little discussion here, uh, Pfizer and Moderna haven't even announced that they had results or favorable testing or that a vaccine was ready. But they're already planting that seed uh, it's important that you get that vaccine, all right? And don't make sure you get it. Let's go on. Encourage other governments to join in as well. We need to work together and not just on vaccines. Canada believes that a strong coordinated response. Yeah, other governments to work together, not just vaccines. Remember, this is all leading to a global agenda, folks, which we've alluded to in the past, but Trust me, there's going to be a lot of discussion about this going forward. And this is why it's very important that as many of us are aware of this, even whether you believe it or not, just to be aware of what is being discussed, what may be out there, what conspiracy may be lurking, right? I just want you to be aware. All right. Response across the world and across sectors is essential. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This oh, is our chance. Oh, what? This pandemic has provided an opportunity. Isn't that the forever optimist for a reset? Where have we seen that before? All right. Hey, hey folks, nothing to see here. It's okay, go away. It's all good, you know, conspiracy theories. He's telling you, believe him. All right, let's go on to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Last week, our government committed to investing more in international development while supporting countries, uh, developing countries on their economic recoveries and resilience. And on that note, today, I can announce that Canada will invest $400 million more in humanitarian and development funding, which will go directly to trusted partners on the ground fighting COVID-19. Our government- Now, don't get me wrong. I got nothing wrong with helping people out, all right? But why don't we help ours here in Canada first? Where's this money coming from, these hundreds of millions of dollars that this guy's talking about to help other underdeveloped countries or other countries that may need it? Like I said, don't get me wrong, but where's this money coming from? Think about that, folks. Okay, he doesn't have his own press at home, just like you don't have your own press at home. All right. And the more of that stuff you print, the less it's worth. So let's go on. Government is committed to investing even more in the years to come. 
In addition, we will continue to advocate for extending the debt service suspension initiative. Oh, we'll oh, debt service initiative suspended. Where did that? Didn't we? I thought. I'm pretty sure we discussed that in the first video as part of that leak memo and what this global reset, uh, what was being planned as part of this global reset. All right, you can go back and watch that. I'm not gonna waste your time, but I just wanna point some of these things out to you because he's he's saying it, It's he's throwing it right out there. All right, and most people just, yeah, we were expecting, we've heard it. We've heard people talking about it, you know, whatever they've, yeah, we know it's coming. Anyways, let's watch. We'll also work on ensuring the special needs of small island developing states and other vulnerable countries are taken into account. Building back better. Oh, oh, what did he just say? Building back better. You know, for, for a man that just recently said he's willing to work with whatever government's out there, he just, this is before the, this conference he did, this little talk that he did was way before the uh, presidential election in, in the States. Who's using the term build back better? Joe Biden, the Democrats, that's their logo. And you know, folks, let me tell you something. That's, that's, a, that's a, 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 a rallying cry. Keep your ears open for phrases such as, build back better, uh, dark winter. These are all code words, right? Why is Trudeau building back better using a slogan, uh, using a logo from a candidate in a US election who at that time wasn't elected, wasn't, uh, uh, didn't even think he was gonna be elected. You know, wh why is he even there? Anyways, okay. Means just getting running. support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 agenda for sustainable development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. Are you concerned? The 2030 agenda. All right. So uh, that's that's enough. That's enough of this guy for now. I don't want to bore you. And again, that's available. It's all over the internet. If uh, it is for now, who knows? Maybe they'll tear it down at some point. You know, after after watching that, I need a drink. You know, right? They're 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 throwing darts right at us, and we got no clue. We have absolutely uh, no clue. We're not cluing in at all. Uh, like I said, little sheep. They're trying to play us like little monkeys. They think that uh, we got itty bitty little minds, little peanut brains that are just going to dance to their tune. Whatever we told, we're going to do. This is how we, as adults, this is how our children are subtly being programmed. This is very dangerous, ladies and gentlemen, and you have to be aware that this is going on. At least have that awareness. You know, if, 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 if you're blind, you can't see anything that's coming at you. At least this way you have a shot, all right? Okay, so before I move on, let's just watch the highlights again real quick, all right? And then I'll wrap this segment up to show you how the dots are slowly being connected, all right? And like I've said before, we've been desensitized to this stuff. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. 
They're just talking about it, right? Straight directly at you. And you're going to be expected to just accept it. All right. So here's the main, here's the main points I want you to focus on. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 agenda for sustainable development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Wow. You know, I don't, I don't remember uh, uh, Trudeau running on the mandate to uh, reimagine our system. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't remember him talking about a 2030 agenda. What is this 2030 agenda? We're going to have to do some research on that. I've got lots of stuff on that too, which we'll be talking about in the near future. All right. Now, <clears throat> now I know this is hard to believe for many of you. Uh, for a lot of you, you know, you just don't get it. You don't want to get it. You don't care or just too uninterested or apathetic, as I've said before. Well, let me tell you, you better get interested in a hurry because there's a lot to lose here, uh, starting with your freedom. And you don't know how valuable that is until you don't have it anymore. Did you know that just today, as I'm uh, speaking about this, yeah, just today, as I'm speaking, do making this video, uh, there's a new coronavirus lockdown in Greece, which re requires people to text authorities before leaving their home. Can you imagine? Who would have thunk that? Imagine that happening to you. Well, let me tell you, you're not that far off. All right. It's starting to happen around the world. In uh, Germany, let me get this up. Germany's Bundestag just enacted the corona law that will allow state authorities to overrule essential basic rights that that country was founded upon. Ladies and gentlemen, conspiracy is happening. And if you value your freedoms, if you value your properties, if you value your families, your relationships, you better start paying attention, all right? And, and if you think that's a joke, well, let me just show you one other short clip of Dr. Fauci here, all right? And where he's gonna tell you now is the time to do what you're told. They're already starting to tell you, you better get into line, all right? Line up and just follow orders, all right? Again, don't take my word for it. Here's Dr. Fauci telling you, and you better listen to him because this guy's the grand booba of uh, pandemics, all right? So are there countries that you, you know, there are countries that seem to be doing well that then weren't doing so. Are there countries now that hold up as models for, you know, pretty good response to this? You know, the answer is yes, but right now it seems that every country is suffering. Yeah. We are often compared with countries that are not comparable to us. We are not a little island of 5 million people that we can shut off. We're not a country that would accept if a ruler tells us, you must do this. I was talking with our UK colleagues just today who were saying, the UK
Yet, thank God we're not one of those countries, and I hope we never become one of those countries, but we're awfully close. And this is where they're trying to push the discussion, ladies and gentlemen. So just give me another, indulge me one another uh, few seconds here, all right? Watch this. UK is very similar to where we are now in outbreak because each of our countries have that independent spirit, but we don't want to be told what to do. Well, I understand that, but now is the time to do what you're told. <laughs> and I think it really is something that we should be doing right now. Wow, that's really funny. Now is the time to do what you're told. You got that? Okay, you guys better you better figure this out. Like you better fall into line. Now, now is the time to do what you're told. You know what? What's good for thee is not for me is what they're telling you. You know, it's, I don't know if you watch anything in the States, but Nancy Pelosi uh, doesn't have to wear a mask when she gets her hair done, but hairstylists and all kinds of people are shut down forever. Uh, uh, in California, in California right now, uh, they're having a big conference, these politicians, where of all places in the middle of a big lockdown in California right now, they're in Maui, Hawaii, on the taxpayers tabs. What Zoom conference wasn't good enough for them, but it's good enough for you and your kids or to work from home or for your kids to study school, but they got to go to Hawaii to do a conference, ladies and gentlemen. What's good for thee is not for me. And that's where this is headed, all right? Uh, there's a price to pay for handouts, ladies and gentlemen, all right? Don't let them take that away from you. So finally, so finally, I think you get my point. Uh, you know, we're being brainwashed by media, politicians, anybody in power. We're just little minions to them who are expected to fall into line and do what we're told, all right? now. Like I've said a million times, maybe conspiracy, but this is too important just to not pay attention. All right, you gotta be smarter than that. Now, what's the end goal for all of this? I'll tell you what their end goal is. It's a new world order. It's a one world government, okay? Uh, it's financial enslavement. They want everybody out of business. Look at the, the, only, the only businesses making it right now are huge conglomerates your LCBOs, your Home Depots, your McDonald's, your Amazons, all right? The small guy is slowly being threatened out of the equation. Uh, they're looking for a social, social credit system, a universal basic income. We've discussed that before. Go back, look at the videos, get involved, okay? Uh, obviously, the removal of your freedom. That, to me, is the most important thing for all of us. And they're going to want to trace your every move, which we're going to discuss when we get to the vaccines. I know I've been talking about get to the vaccines, and it's very important, but there's so much that we, you know, we have to put, the, sometimes you have to put the cart before the horse, you know, you have to, uh, you got to put things in proper sequence so they fall into place, especially for some of you that are brand new or start to learn about some of this, all right? So what can we do, all right? We can learn about this fraud. It's a fraud. This is a pandemic. It's a scamdemic. Scamdemic. All right. Uh, this. Uh, we have to pass on this information to everybody we know. 
And I'll tell you, there's a lot of us out there. We have the numbers and we have the power if we stick together, all right? And all I'm asking you to do right now is just be aware. Pass it on to your friends. Talk about it, you know? And uh, while I'm at it, thank you, everybody, that sends me these video clips and information that I can try to make some sense of and put together so that we can pass it out to everybody and hopefully, uh, you know, uh, these people too can start making some sense out of all of this. There's nothing wrong with us sharing ideas. At the end of the day, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> tyranny and the media, these politicians, they're, they're tyrants, all right? Tyranny requires submission. It simply does not exist without it, all right? For tyranny to survive, it needs a foothold and it gains it from an obedient, compliant, easily controlled society that does whatever it is told. Sound familiar? The largest threat humanity faces, faces isn't the tyrants imposing the draconian laws, it's is the people willfully obeying them. That's us, that's you and me. The biggest threat we face isn't these dictators attempting to steal our freedom, impose their agendas. It is the masses who willingly let them take it. The revolution is realizing that the destruction of humanity can only continue so long as we allow it to continue. I didn't write that, I found that somewhere, but it makes a lot of sense to me. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in to You Monkey's Uncle. Uh, please share and uh, uh, send me any feedback, send me anything you got. I'm gonna try putting it together. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff that, like I said, this is a big puzzle. We're just starting to assemble the pieces. We're gonna break it down a little bit at a time and hopefully together uh, we can stay ahead of this and uh, uh, we'll be okay. Uh, thanks again and we'll see you all soon. Take care.